Welcome to Do It For The Process, studio conversations for artists and creatives. I'm your host, Emily Jeffords, professional artist, educator, and mother of three. In this podcast, we dive deep into what it means to run a successful creative entrepreneurship, how to stay true to your art while also growing your creative business. And I always give a gentle reminder to fall in love with the process all along the way, because I firmly believe your creative business is only as strong as your creative practice. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to 2020. I am so happy and excited to be recording this podcast. For one, I have a voice. I've had a cold for such a long time. I think this has been spreading around the country. I caught it in the Pacific Northwest, and it's it's been with me ever since. We went on a giant family, round-the-nation trip for the holidays. It was not restful, but it was a lot of fun. And during that excursion, we got sick, which was not the fun part, but that's okay. We had a great time anyways. That's not the point of this podcast, though. We are here to celebrate a new decade, a new moment in time, a new turning of a leaf, starting of something new, a grand adventure. This is such a surreal and beautiful turning point for me because 10 years ago, Um, In February, actually, I was just launching my business. I had no collectors. I had no buyers. I had no Instagram followers. There was no Instagram, but nonetheless, I had nothing but an idea at that point and a baby, a newborn baby. But I had this dream to be a painter, to follow my, you know, my, my vision into the future. And I did, I was young, I was brash. It was unlikely that I would succeed. It was unlikely that I would find financial success or profitability. And yet here we are today, only 10 years later. And last year, my business made more money than I literally ever imagined a human adult could make in any field. And I love what I do. I love who I get to serve. I love that I get to show up in this, in this space every single day. I work with people that I truly admire and respect. And it's just, it's crazy. It's only been 10 years and it's, it's amazing. So I'm really passionate about starting. I'm really passionate about continuing and finding sustainability, finding success in all of the small, tiny things along the way, because those are the things that keep you going. Those are the things that give you the determination to show up day after day. There are very few monumental days in all of those 10 years. You know, maybe there might be 10 of them, maybe 15 of them. Days where I sat back and I was like, wow, I cannot believe this just happened. Out of 10 years of showing up day after day, and yet every day brings me such joy. And every day brings me such determination to show up in a more beautiful way tomorrow, in a more impactful way tomorrow, to let my art be of greater value and more excellence, to let my students know something that that really rocked my world in a fresh way and to inspire them and share that with them. So let's start this year, 2020, with 
a really clear vision, a lot of confidence, a lot of determination, and a lot of conviction that your work in this world is worth effort. Your work is worth you showing up even when it's dry, even when people aren't noticing, even when you feel like you're not getting enough attention or you don't have enough revenue or you don't have the clout or the, the accolades that you know you deserve, even then something inside of you continues burning. Something inside of you says, show up again show up again because you love this. You love what you do. You love what you make. You love who you get to help, who you get to serve, who you get to impact. You love this beautiful, crazy, crazy career that we've chosen. I don't know why we chose it. I really feel like it chose me. It chose you. We're not in charge of this thing. We just have to say yes and show up. Okay, let's dive into the episode. This episode is titled The Artist's Year of Growth because that is something that I am an incredible advocate for and I'm super passionate about. In fact, I have a 12-week course that will be launching in February. February 18th is the day for the launch that is devoted to this idea. Making Artwork is coming back for the second year. Last year, we went through the course with 400 students. I capped it at 400 last year because I really wanted to keep the curriculum tight as I was developing it with, you know, in the moment with the students, essentially. And I wanted to keep my my energy in check. That way I could develop something that was super, super beautiful and really impactful. And I am so very proud of that work. I am so, so proud of that work and I am so proud of the success and the momentum the students found going through that process. You know, it's it's super good information. There's definitely everything that you need to create a sustainable and profitable creative business in making artwork, which is the course title. But the magic comes in committing to the process in showing up alongside other creatives who are also showing up on on the behalf of their creativity and on behalf of their businesses. There's something truly powerful about that. Um, part of this course is a community and there are peer groups that meet in smaller breakout sessions. I I talk with, with the members of the course weekly. We have Q&As, we have, you know, live coachings, we have critiques of of websites and of shops and of copy and all the things that go into having an online business. I love that stuff. I'm a giant nerd. I I know you know that by now. I know I've said it often enough. I know that you can probably gather that just by hearing me talk, but this is something that I truly love. And I think that I'm quite, quite good at it. Um, and it's just really cool to watch that love spread to my students and to the course participants and hopefully to you guys, my podcast listeners also, that you can create something beautiful on paper or canvas or in your computer or your photos or whatever you happen to create. You can create something beautiful there and that love and that creativity can spread to your email list, to your website, to how you show up on Instagram, to how you show up with your collectors, to how you package things, to how you just your presence in the world can be as beautiful as your creative work. And that's what making artwork is all about. It's, it's helping artists create a business that is sustainable and 
that they actually love because it's so fun to have a business that sustains you. Okay, let's get into the artist year of growth. If you haven't done so already, go to my site, emilyjeffordslearn.com and download the artist year of growth booklet. I'm going to refer to that booklet frequently in this podcast because, well, I'm kind of obsessed with it. Um, the book was spilled out of me on a plane ride coming to, we, we flew around the country a little bit over the holidays. One of our flights was from Seattle to Columbus, Ohio. That was kind of a long flight. And during that flight, this book literally just fell out of my fingers. I was so inspired, so alive. The energy was just palpable. Um, they kept bringing me drinks. They kept, you know, asking me if I needed anything. And I was like, no, I need to like, I need to focus. My husband was taking care of the baby. The girls were on their own in their own little seat, totally happy watching a show. So I had this cocoon of white noise and, um, you know, just like this, this little incubator of genius. And this book spilled out of me. I was thrilled. It was, it was so magical. And I've been sharing it on Instagram and sharing it with my email list. The people that are downloading it are finding so much joy and clarity in these pages. And I offer truly tangible advice that we'll get into in this episode. So go download it. It's very beautiful. It's free, obviously. And I think it's going to bring you a lot of clarity and a lot of, a lot of, um, peace. I hope it brings you peace as you work through your goals and your desires for 2020. The first point that I make in the booklet that I really want to resonate with you guys here is that your dreams are big because they're valid. Nothing happens in your life without first being a dream, right? Like you don't have any action that happens that is a positive and an action that that pulls you forward without first having the inclination and the inspiration that you should follow that idea. That's a dream. That's a dream. Something in your heart that says, oh, I wish I could do that. Or, oh, I want to do that. Or wouldn't that be interesting? Or if I had more time, I would dot, dot, dot. Those are your dreams calling to you. And you will never progress as an entrepreneur and as an artist and as a creative on, a creative business person if you don't listen and value those dreams because they are gold. They're absolutely gold without listening to the dreams that said, Emily, you should teach a workshop or Emily, you should become a podcaster. (laughs) What, what is this? What am I doing? Why am I on my computer talking? And I don't know. This is just crazy. That's a dream. Dreams make you do insane things that are so beautiful and so brave and so bold. And you can do them because of your dreams. And here's the deal. Your dreams are always important in every area of life because they really do help you progress from the state that you are now to the state that you should be or that you want to be truly at your core. But dreams are especially true when it comes to your creative work because, follow me through this, because your creative work is not you. It lives outside of you. It's bigger than you. It's more important than you in some ways. Not, not in all ways, of course. Humans are, of course, the most important. But communicating the ideas that are in your head through your creative work is so very important. And those ideas have the ability to spread much further than you can as one person. 
They have the ability to communicate at a faster rate, at a broader reach, with more impact, more power, more clarity than you can alone. That is incredibly powerful. And because of that, if you don't follow your dreams, you are literally holding yourself back. You're holding your creative work back, which is even more important. So dreams are so valid, guys. You're not being silly. You're not being immature by following your dreams or listening to your dreams. Give them space to expand. They deserve it. Change only happens when your dreams have space to expand. And I know, I know you might be thinking, Emily, it's beautiful for you to say you have time, you have enough of a business, you make enough money that you have space to dream. I know that it might seem like a luxury. It's not a luxury. Trust me. I know the joys and the struggles of this career so intimately. I have lived in extreme poverty for many, many years, and I found success in my work only because of following dreams. And that has humbled me and amazed me time and time again. I began supporting my family in 2013 when my husband went to coding school. That was a giant leap of faith for us. I didn't make a lot of money. I made enough money. And over the years since then, I've seen steady and consistent growth year after year. Guys, I've nearly doubled my income year after year, and that is because of goals. That is because of dreams. That is because of setting one foot in front of the other time and time again and never giving up. Next year, I have a, well, this year, 2020, I have a huge goal, a huge goal that I will hit without selling a million dollar banana, without selling, you know, (laughs) something absurd. I love that story, by the way, the million dollar banana. It's just the best. I've made it my mission to dispel the starving artist myth because I firmly believe that when creatives thrive, we all thrive. So if I haven't convinced you so far, give yourself space to dream. Dreams do not come to life by chance. They come to life when you work your magic and you aim towards a goal. And that's what that booklet is really about. The first part is, you know, it's beautiful. I hope it inspires you. And then we get into the goals. We get into actually acknowledging the dream and making it a reality. As an artist and a creative entrepreneur, you thrive on passion and late nights and bursts of energy and copious amounts of inspiration. But we also run the risk of hitting a dry spell or running out of energy or feeling overworked or underpaid or worse yet, maybe you feel like you've, you've used up your last brilliant idea. These are all legitimate worries and concerns that I have had, that all of my creative friends have had, that you probably have had yourself, because we run this very fine balance of depending on our energy and also using our energy. Even when your work fills you and inspires you and gives you so much life, you're still using your energy and depending on your energy. And that's a really tricky balance. And the thing that has kept me afloat over the past 10 years is loving my dreams, depending on my dreams, and then showing up with a plan day in and day out and knowing that I can depend on my energy, knowing that I can depend on my inspiration to show up because she has no other option. She must show up or we don't buy groceries. And that's just not a risk I'm willing to take. So if you resonate with that, if you're like, yes, that is my life, or maybe, yes, I want that to be my life, 
this booklet is going to help you. Again, go to emilyjeffordslearn.com. Go download it right now. You can follow along. It's going to be amazing. In the booklet, we have a goal setting worksheet and reflection worksheets, a year calendar, seasonal themes you may be into. I'll get into those in just a minute, but they're super good. Dates to avoid for your launches. Again, very important. A look at my past calendars because I really feel like it's inspiring to see how much you can do in a year. And I want to show you how much I can do in a year with two kids and a lot on my plate. And this is year five in my business that I give you guys. So it's not year 10, not year nine, it's year five. I feel like it's more easy to imagine when it's not something that's so complex and crazy as, as my business is now. So year five was much more calm and steady and I was being super profitable and made six figures that year for sure, but it wasn't like an insane complex business like I have now. Um, let's see what else is in this booklet there. Well, there's a lot of advice. There's a lot of like just practical things that I've learned the hard way, um, sprinkled all throughout the entire booklet on every single page. So I think you're going to love it. <laughs> One of the best pieces of advice I got a couple of years ago, and it really sunk in last year is the need to look at your year as a whole, to really plan the entire thing in as great of detail as you possibly can. I know that we all love planners. We all love buying pretty calendars. This year I bought a calendar, a whole year at a glance calendar. It has the entire thing on one piece of paper and it's pretty large. It's 24 by 36. And I'm literally filling in all of the events and the launches and the collections and the trips and the, the meetings that I know I already have scheduled, the events we want to do around the holidays, the retreats, the workshops, everything, everything is going on the calendar right now. And it's so beautiful to watch it fall into place and everything that I know we will succeed in accomplishing by the end of the year. It's all just glimmering at me and it's making, oh, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. So imagine your year as a whole, let it excite you. Think about projects, collections, collaborations, events. What do you want to accomplish this year? Nothing is off limits. I don't care where you are in your business. I don't care if this is day one or day 20,000. It doesn't matter. Nothing is off limits to you. You have full creative control. You have full editorial control to say no, to say no to so many things so that you have space to say yes to the things that actually light your heart on fire and will keep you showing up day after day. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. So let's get into some goal setting and reflection tips. Now, as you work on this, if you've downloaded the workbook, awesome, you're good to go. Turn to this page. If not, no problem. Get out a piece of paper. Um, we'll just do this the old, old fashioned way. I'm going to ask you some questions. You can answer them on paper. You can answer them in your mind, whatever works best for you. Look at the year as a whole and be open to all sorts of wild, crazy ideas, projects, collections, collaborations, events. You have full creative control. How many pieces of art did you create last year? If you're an artist, if you're not an artist, adapt that question to your needs. How many of those did you sell? And keep in mind that the goal here is not to sell 
That's never the goal, if you, especially if you're an artist, please, who can do that? There are so many paintings and so many pieces that I create that I do not show the world, that do not ever make it out of my house except for into the trash can or the burn pile, because those pieces are meant to be practice. And that's fine. They serve their purpose. They let me think through an idea and I think through an idea and that was their purpose. And it's okay that they aren't quote unquote successful. And I know that might be controversial. Some people think that all artwork is successful. Some people think that you should never throw a painting away. I get it. I've heard it all. This is my process. I'm okay with throwing paintings away because I'm really okay with putting work into the world that I'm super, super proud of. So all that to say, you don't need these numbers to be the same. Um, and also I want to say that I'm asking you these questions because I want you to be profitable. I want you to have a sustainable business. I want you to find success in this work. And that comes by sharing the work, right? Like these things go hand in hand, both creating work that you're very, very proud of. It will inevitably lead to sales if you're doing it right. And if not sign up for making it work and I'll help you do it right. Um, no, but really this is the goal. I know that we don't love to think about sales. We don't love to think about marketing. We don't love to think about, you know, just needing money. It feels kind of like it takes all the charm and the romance out of it, but you can't keep doing this if you don't make sales. So that's why I'm going to ask you some questions that are going to refer back to becoming more profitable and having greater success this year in this way. So how many pieces did you create last year? And then how many of those pieces did you sell? The next question is how much did your audience and outreach grow last year? So things like show visitors, if you went to a craft show or an art fair, um, how many new Instagram followers did you get last year? How many newsletter subscribers? How many website visitors? I really want you to kind of quantify how many people saw your art. And I hope that number is, is so big and so astounding to you when you add these people up. This is not just how many Instagram followers do you have. That, that number is not the full, the full picture by any means whatsoever. I want to know how many people had the chance to experience your work and to really sit in front of it for even two seconds, three seconds. I don't care how long. How many people saw your work and got to enjoy it and got to listen to it and got to experience it? That, that's such an encouraging number. And then, of course, you know I'm going to ask, how are you going to intentionally increase that number this year? Because again, we want to expand. We want to have a sustainable, thriving business. That means you need to actively and intentionally increase your efforts or at least increase your your chance for your work to be seen in the world give your work the exposure that it deserves i want to hear all your ideas there are no ideas that are too crazy if you want to become a someone who sings on a corner or who paints plain air for the sake of having your work seen, that's genius. If you would like to hang your work in a coffee shop, that way everybody who goes into that shop sees your work, that is genius. If you would like to have a gallery show, you should do that. If you want to increase your tra traffic views on your website by really amping up your Pinterest, your Pinterest ad campaigns, you should do it. Like there are no ideas that are too crazy. And I think it's valid to write all of those ideas down. 
you don't have to do them all. You don't have to actually make them all part of your business, but it's valid to know if I'm not getting the traction I want now, how can I adapt? What can I add to my, my list of ways of expanding my work and my art and my business? What are my ideas? I gave you a few ideas. Let that just be a, a, a jumping off point. Really get creative. You're a creative person. You got this. All right, so think of ways to expand. How are you intentionally and actively going to increase the number of people who get to see your work this year? And think outside of Instagram. Okay, next page in the workbook, next question. If you're writing things down in a, in a normal notebook or in your head, that's fine. Which projects brought you the most joy last year? So think back on your year. Think back on 2019. What did you work on that brought you so much pleasure? so much joy, so much satisfaction, so much um, maybe praise or, or things that just felt really good. The process felt good. You were happy about marketing that work. You loved the entire process of creating it and sharing it and all the things. I have a few projects stand out. For me, they certainly do. How can you add a little bit more of those types of projects to your calendar this year? So maybe it was a certain type of work that really just drew you in and you loved. Maybe it was something that you found a new level of success in. Whatever your thing may be, how can you grow that type of work this year? And I'm hoping that if you're finding joy in that work, you're also finding dollars in that work. I hope so. Can I get an amen? Please say yes. If not, then focus your marketing in that direction and then begin to weave more and more of that into the way that you share your work with the world and it will eventually happen. Again, making artwork is perfect for this. If you're not currently finding dollars in your joy, I can help you do that. And also if you already are. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> which projects brought you the most income last year? So kind of a follow-up question to that. Which ones brought you the most joy? How can you do more of those? Which ones brought you the most income? And I am fully conscious of the fact these might not be the same project, and that's totally fine. Keep in mind, you can do some things because they are practical. You are an adult human. You need to make money. I totally get it. So which things did you work on that were the most profitable? Maybe it was commissions. Maybe it was portraits. Maybe it was something that you enjoy that you don't love doing, but it's super profitable. For me in 2015, it was commissions. I did so many commissions. It was exhausting. And yet I was really profitable because of it. And it gave me the security and the comfort that I needed to know that I could provide for my family. I was the breadwinner for our family. I needed to know that I could make a certain number of dollars each month. I needed that consistency. I needed that dependability. And at the end of the year, I made more money than I'd ever imagined making as a human adult woman. And commissions were a large part of that. And I'm not at all sad about that, but I don't love commissions. They don't bring me joy. I did enjoy the process, but you know, there's that little push and pull, you know, it's fine. Okay. So which projects brought you the most joy last year? Um, we also go into some value 
evaluating in this workbook and I'm going to let you do that in the workbook. So go ahead and download that if you haven't already. I feel like I keep saying that, but it's just so beautiful and I'm so proud of it. So go download it. And then you can do the values section of the worksheet in there. I feel like it needs to happen on paper and it's also very intimate. And I, I wanted to include this because I think it's very important to make your choices based on your values and your dreams are unique to you because of the things that you find valuable. And I think that's very important to acknowledge in writing with yourself. So do it. So those are my prompt questions for you for this, this section of the workbook. Um, they are very, very powerful. If you really let them settle in, they're not, it's not a lot of questions. You can totally do this in, you know, half an hour or an hour, but really write these things down, acknowledge your past successes, acknowledge where there's room for improvement. There's always room to grow. That's why this is the artist year of growth because there's space to grow for every one of us. And that's just so exciting and so empowering to me. So let all of the spaces that you find areas of improvement in, that was a very wordy sentence, um, let them inspire you. Let them be a place where you find some, that fire, you know, that charisma, that, that, that passion that keeps you coming back day after day. It's there, it's waiting for you. And it's going to be so, so beautiful when you do. From there, this is a super, super important step. Write down three goals that you have for 2020. You could do more, you could do less, but I feel like three is a really sweet number because it gives you space to aim, space to shift your energy throughout the year. Maybe one goal requires a lot of your left brain. One goal requires, requires a lot of your right brain. Uh, one goal is more internal, one is more external. So kind of think through what are your goals for the year and make them tangible, make them actionable and achievable. And a bit of a stretch, you want to reach for something really big and beautiful, of course, but also within your ability to actually achieve, you want to keep something that's inspiring and not overwhelming. So write down your three goals for the year. This is a really important step. And I think there's something magical about actually writing them down with a pen on paper, staining the fibers of the paper with your dreams, with your ambitions making them visible to yourself, to others around you. Um, you know, the secret really, the magic really happens when you write your goals down multiple times and share those goals with somebody else. Share them with your coworker or your partner or someone that you just love and that loves you. And, you know, really make these goals alive. Give them a voice. Give them tangible actionable space in the world. Okay, we're going to stop there for today, but I hope this has been inspiring to you. Come back tomorrow for part two. If you have the workbook already, you can go ahead and glance ahead, get a head start on our conversation tomorrow. But I hope and I think this has already given you a lot to sink your teeth into and to think about and to really resonate inside of your, your heart and your soul and let it be real. Let it be actionable to you. Let these things really change your year. It's going to be a beautiful year. Um, I'm going to make a joke. 2020 is the year of vision. Am I right? So let's make it amazing. Let's not waste this beautiful decade opportunity without 
really rising to our potentials because my goodness we're all so beautiful and so powerful and so full of creativity and life and that is magic so let's make some magic together okay come back tomorrow we'll continue this conversation then bye for now